Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morning, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Moreno. We are about to witness a renaissance of Midtown Hotel Bars. Oh, yes. A new law in New York City that went into effect yesterday could erase thousands of the 38,500 Airbnb listings in New York City and possibly could offer a blueprint for other cities trying to do this. A couple of things, and I'll get into what this new law actually does, but just so you understand, there are two things that you should know. One is New York City is dependent upon tourism. The shows, the restaurants, the nightlife, the bars, everything is dependent upon us having a vibrant tourism sector. And I think the more tourists we have coming to New York, the better. The other thing that you should be aware of is I've used Airbnb many times and I've had nothing but good experiences. I've used it in Atlantic City. I've used it in Atlanta. I've used it in a number of different places. Always a very positive experience. This new law, which is going into effect in New York City, is what Airbnb is calling a de facto ban. And honestly, that's what it is. They tried to go to court to stop it. They failed to do so. It puts a little bit of enforcement muscle behind an existing rule that only allows home rentals of fewer than 30 days if the host is also on the premises. So you can rent out a room in your house as long as you're on the premises. You can't leave town and have somebody stay in your house for a week or two if you're not there. So this new measure also requires hosts to register with the city and threatens platforms like Airbnb, VRBO, and Booking.com with fines of up to $1,500 per transaction if the listing isn't registered. Hosts risk up to $5,000 in fines. As far as I see this, the city of New York is totally in the hotel industry's pocket, and it's going to hurt homeowners trying to make a couple of extra bucks. Now, there are some people who support this. They say short-term rentals have clogged up limited housing and contributed to record high rents. Something tells me if this law is in place for a year, we're going to be looking at the numbers a year from now and seeing those rents just as high. I don't think this is going to do anything to bring down the cost of of rents. I have a lot of suggestions on what might bring down the cost of rents. I can't see banning Airbnb rentals as being a part of that. Hopefully, I'm wrong. Beam me up! To be continued. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. I don't speak much about the transgender issue because so many of the other hosts speak about it and I feel like it's a little bit overdone in the sphere of talk radio but this is a story which has not gotten nearly enough attention and it deals with a part of our on-air constituency that I take very seriously and take a great deal of pride in the fact that we have so many listeners among them and that's the incarcerated. A bisexual inmate at the Edna Mann Correctional Facility for Women, has filed a lawsuit alleging she was sexually assaulted by a transgender inmate who had male genitalia. In the lawsuit that was filed just a couple of days ago, the inmate, identified only by her initials, alleges the New Jersey Department of Corrections failed to take corrective measures to safeguard female inmates despite complaints about the sexually aggressive and harassing behavior of the transgenders who have male anatomy. The lawsuit charges the Department of Corrections failed to implement actions to protect inmates even after two female inmates became pregnant. Now, obviously, this is just what one side is saying in the lawsuit. I'm sure the New Jersey Department of Corrections is going to have their own say. But if there's any truth to this, this is a damning indictment of how the New Jersey Department of Corrections handles the gender issue in prisons. And I think this should be a wake-up call for the administrators of every prison in this country. I don't think you should just be able to call yourself a woman if you have male genitalia and be housed in a prison or a jail with the other women. If we're going to have a special transgender unit where we put men who are calling themselves women, then let's do that. But I think to have biological men Males housed in the same cells or adjacent cells to women using the same showers as women in the same recreational spaces as women. This is a huge mistake. Every state in this country should put an end to biological male inmates being housed alongside biological female inmates. You want to establish special transgender prisons? By all means, let's do it. But this is absurd. Having men who call themselves women impregnate multiple female inmates and rape another. This has got to stop. There's no excuse for this. Beam me up! To be continued. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 
Local Spotlight. As those of you who are parents are aware, school is back in session all over New York City today. And there are 80,000 students with one dilemma. Will New York City school bus workers strike? School starts today and union leaders and school bus companies are locked in contract negotiations. Will school children have yellow bus service to and from school this fall? Roughly half of the city's school bus workers have worn that they will walk off the job if they don't reach an agreement with bus companies in their contract negotiations. Union leaders pledged that bus service would not be interrupted for the first week of school, but they did not make additional assurances, raising the specter of a chaotic semester for a large group of students, more than 80,000, who do depend on these buses to get to school. Time is running out, and I hope they're able to come up with a solution here. Mayor Adams and his school's chancellor, David Banks, have warned that a walkout would create significant challenges with deep implications for some of New York's most vulnerable students. Now, what happens if there is a strike? Well, school officials have said that they would distribute free emergency subway cards to affected families. Students with federal rights to transportation service, including those in temporary housing or foster care, would be eligible for a free ride rideshare service, and schools would excuse up to two hours of lateness for all students affected by a strike. Now, think about that. They're going to have a situation where potentially a significant number of school students could be coming to school up to two hours late. Now, this is just a couple of years after the work-from-home disaster that took place because of the COVID lockdown. There's a lot of uncertainty about this, and this has ignited a scramble among school officials and parents about how to figure this out. I um, have no idea what the sticking points of their negotiations are, but to think that we could be facing a walkout, which would upend school transportation at a time when busing in New York City is already facing a major problem. There were more than 14,400 bus delays reported in October of last year. That's the highest monthly total since 2017. To think that we could see all of transportation upended because of this walkout is something that uh, we should all be very concerned about. So let's get these people to the negotiating table. Let's get a temporary agreement in place and let's have a solid contingency plan that won't involve students getting to class two hours late. I hope they can work it out. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. As I have been saying, I have serious concerns about the NYPD's use of drones. I'd like to know who's making these decisions about how these drones are deployed, where they're deployed. I'd like to know what safeguards there are in terms of civil liberties. Well, apparently none of that was a concern for Mayor Eric Adams yesterday when he was touting the use of drones as being the next best thing. We use a tethered drone on Randall's Island to survey the size of the crowd. It would have been impossible to get a full scope on the crowd if we did not have the technology to do so. And you know what's interesting, it costs $1,700 to fill up a, a, a helicopter that is used often in situations like this. It costs 17 cents to fly a drone. That's just good use of New York tax dollars. And all those naysayers, uh, they need to come and see how well we're using, utilizing technology to make our city safe. 
As I mentioned yesterday, my colleague Curtis Sliwa was at a protest on Staten Island against the migrants, and they actually had drones recording video and audio of the people that were at this event. Can you imagine two drones to spy on the citizens who are peaceful, exercising their right, First Amendment right of free speech? There's been no violence there. Spying on Americans. You know, you know, this isn't just to fight crime. The response from an NYPD spokesperson to the WABC news team was a drone was used to assess public safety concerns, including monitoring vehicular traffic and pedestrian congestion in the Staten Island location. Come on. Come on. There's already been three or four rallies at this same location. All of a sudden you needed a drone to monitor pedestrian congestion and traffic. Please, I'm not buying this for a second. I will say, though, the mayor did have one great line yesterday. I guess he's getting a little fed up with people criticizing him. And uh, he had this gem, which I have to give the mayor credit for. You know, a guy stopped me the other day and said, you know, um, my wife divorced me. I hate you, mayor. I said, what I got to do with it? You know, well done, Mr. Mayor. Well done. Not on drones, not on civil liberties, not on the migrant situation. But that is quite a one liner. Beam me up. To be continued. 